With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ooh, welcome into the PHNX Daily Bet Show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe if you're new. And leave us a five-star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, still not joined by Johnny Venerable because he's a little too scared right now. But I got Bo Brock to my left. Bo, how are you feeling? I'm licking my wounds from yesterday. <laughs> my God. I had that Kyler Murray rush prop yesterday, 36 and a half. He had 30 by the early in the second quarter, ended up with 29. <laughs> he went backwards. That's, I mean, it's like not the worst beat. I've obviously suffered worse beats in my life, but that was a tough one to swallow yeah. yesterday. I, 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 is that just because of a designed run? Yeah, I've I always mean, thought mostly. that's so weird that they. I mean, because because obviously college football is a lot different. Because if you get sacked, you take away yards, which we'll get to in a bit. But like, I just, I, I like if he can throw it away still, which he can. He's a quarterback, mm-hmm. design run. Like, how do they determine that? Do you think just I if think he tucks if he, the ball? I think if he runs out of bounds, if, uh, if there's nobody that you can credit with a sack, and it, and it's not clearly a design run. I think if he runs out of bounds, gotcha. that's probably or if he just downs himself yeah i i'm glad i don't either we're not able to bet on player props in college football just yet here in arizona because <laughs> i would be so upset if i bet emory jones over 22 and a half rushing yards or whatever it would be and he finished with negative 17 right. against oklahoma state i hate that rule i think it's stupid um well let's just get into the the weekend um you know a lot of a lot of stuff happened we'll we'll, we'll get into our props later in the show but um what were what were some standouts from the games that you saw uh what, what were some of your favorite games to watch let's start with that first yeah i mean as far as just watching the niners kind of look like trash complete yeah. trash i mean you can make excuses about the field conditions in chicago but it was a matchup of like this quarterback class like nobody stepped up in the 2021 quarterback class we haven't seen anybody i mean zach wilson's hurt his off the field exploits are more famous than his actually on the field exploits and then trey lance for justin fields it's like nobody wanted to win that yeah. game and then uh, the Niners dropped the big game. And the NFC West is staring down a winless start to the season. Seahawks, a game we're going to preview here on today's show, is their only hope. But, uh, you know, I, I, you saw some teams that weren't expected to do anything in week one kind of come out of the gates as a surprise. But some of them couldn't hold on, like Atlanta or like Detroit. Mm. Uh, but then you had the the uh, upsets. I mean, it was the week of the home dog. Yeah. And then we're sitting here and it we're always looking is. at it. Is. Well, yeah. <laughs> we had eight home dogs and it's four and four and the Seahawks can win this for the home dogs tonight or they can lose it. Yeah. Yeah. It's six and a half, lots of points to be had for the home dogs. It really was. I mean, we'll get into my, my picks from the weekend right now. I'd made a mistake. So I went Titans minus five and a half mm. on the show. And then on Sunday I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> well, why would I No, we're, we're, we're taking the, so I took the giants money line oh, actually thank God. during the day. Uh, I switched my pick, switching the people. I'm so sorry for that. Panthers money line. That stunk. Uh, Baker almost had a fun comeback. I really just wanted to see him bark and yell and scream at the Browns. He almost had the opportunity to, uh, I always think it's funny when a quarterback, you know, 
there was an okay ball like he did Robbie Anderson, and then the, the receiver did all the work because he'd be this guy and whatever. And then the quarterback, they cut back to him, and Baker Mayfield, cut back to me real fast, Emma. Baker Mayfield's just in the backfield going, like he just did something insane, and Robbie Anderson did all the work. I thought he was okay. Um, and then Ravens, I was big on. I went hard on them on Sunday. They it got a little scary in the first quarter, but then their defense was just too good. Um, and Vikings money line, that was my favorite pick of the day. They just – they are a better team. They're going to be good this year. They're, two of my regression teams are the Bengals, who lost, mm-hmm. and the Packers, who people still think Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's going to be that. I couldn't believe it wasn't the return of the Mac yesterday. We we just saw a whole post postseason of McPherson knocking through field goal Dude. after clutch field goal, and he chokes yesterday. Dude. It was uh yeah they, there was there was a lot of just it was bad day for the kicking kickers out there. Yeah. But man, no, you're you're. I like. The, I think the Ravens. You're right. I mean, they're they were a wagon in the second half. They flexed kind of on the Jets. And uh, Lamar found Kyler Murray's cousin Devin Duvernay a couple times. Yeah. Is he going to be like this the waiver pickup of the week? He is, and I. But but it's not sustainable. We have a, yeah. actually something really fun to announce. We're doing a fantasy show, and that'll be starting Tuesday. More details will emerge on our Twitter. But. There, that that was kind of an anomaly. If you look at his target share, it's really low. Um, quality over yeah. quantity. Same right. with um, uh, what's his name, uh, Isaiah. Likely, people really like him mm-hmm. to be good. I don't think he's going <laughs> to do much. And then, yeah, the target shares we'll get into on the fantasy show. But from 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 a pure game perspective, I think that was probably the most shocking thing I saw today was Evan McPherson not being clutch. Um, and yeah, there, there were some really fun games to watch and I hope you guys enjoyed them as well and enjoyed that first NFL Sunday. Cause I know I did sitting on my couch having fun after the tailgate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a good time. So definitely download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're going to be betting though, especially tonight because the 10 point victory cash out still or th- going up by 10 points that is still in, in, in session tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, other team gets up by 10 points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you bet on their money line and opt in. Um, you win regardless. If you take the Seahawks as road or as home dogs, and plus money on their money line, they get up by ten somehow, some way. You betting with your heart tonight? Uh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> then you win. All I have to do is get up by ten points. Or if you want to take the safe route, safe route into the Broncos, then do so. But regardless, do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you download it using that promo code PHNX, you can bet just five dollars on any football game. Get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's promo code PHNX um, this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for more details. And then we got to go into my props as well. We'll get into Totri's picks. I, I do want to see him. I kind of forget what he did. But uh, yeah, so Totri, Chargers mm-hmm. minus three and a half. That did hit. The Colts did not, correct? The Colts, yeah, the Colts tied. Right. So the Colts definitely did not. The Dolphins did. And I love the Dolphins. And I cannot believe he bet on Tua because he hates Tua. <laughs> and I love Tua. And the Vikings did hit. So three for four on his picks. We'll go into his props now. Um, Pittman, anytime touchdown. Did he get find the end zone? I don't believe so. I don't think yeah, it was, I don't, somebody scored for the Colts. Matt Ryan finally found some of the end yeah, zone. I don't, I don't believe think, it was. I don't Pittman. think it was Matt, Michael Pittman. Swift, I believe, got past 88 and a half. Rush, yeah, oh, he yeah. Did. He was a monster. Yeah. And then Derrick Henry did not eclipse the 100 yard mark. He was pretty close, but that game just got weird. Um, and then my, it was a Pittman touchdown. Good for him. Yeah, he did find the end zone. Good for him. Um, and then we'll get into my props. I believe I went two for three on these. Yeah, Jalen Hurts went nuclear. He is going to be very good this year. Kyle Pitts, not no show. Yeah, nineteen tar- yards. Yeah, target share percentage was fine. So fantasy guys, don't be worried. I think he's still going to be a huge factor in this offense. Um, and his stat percentage was incredibly high. 
Uh, and then my guy, Tua. I mean, you can't say enough about Mr. Tongue Vailoa. Actually, you can. There's, there's, there's quite a few things you can say, <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, but 270 passing yards, pretty accurate. Look, Mike McDaniel and this and this and this Dolphins offense, man, it's gonna be special. Yeah, it looks fun. It's gonna be special. The, fun. the yak, the yak is back, man. I like the quote from Tyreek Hill. He's yeah, get a, like a, yeah. A wagon he's got to get a wagon enough. to carry his nuts going <laughs> forward on fourth and seven. Um, yeah, I'm I'm fired up for that team. That's one of my favorite teams to watch. That defense is they fly around. What they go seven and one down the stretch. They did, but they played really bad teams. That's one of the most like deceiving stats I think in football that people love throwing you can up. Control. Yeah, you can't control it's true. That's true. Um, all right, Bo. Well, we t- let's talk about the game tonight. Yeah, last game of week one is finally going to come to a close, and it's a revenge game, right? Yeah. And who's the, who's actually looking? Who's out for revenge? Is it the Seahawks or is it Ross? Uh, it's, it's, it's Russ. So th- this is, this is the biggest thing. I forget who released the article, but this is so bad by the Seahawks PR team for letting this happen. Usually articles like this about discourse within the team, especially after a trade are usually released in July. And mm-hmm. August. There was an article that was released about how Russell Wilson for the last five years, there were some weird things going on and they didn't, they, you know, they didn't think that it was going to work and they wanted to move off of him and it was clear and evident, blah, blah, blah. And all the weird things you saw were probably because of this. But the quote that sticks with me, the quote that's going to stick with Russell Wilson and the quote that scares me as a Seahawks better tonight because I'm taking their home dogs. The Seahawks said that he is losing his athleticism and nothing will fire up a older quarterback more than that or just an older athlete in general. How did the Seahawks let this story get released days before this game? I, I have no idea. I, don't, I mean, talk about bulletin board material, but I mean, that's one thing that if you're Russell Wilson, you can't control, right? I mean, if you lost the step, you lost the step. You can't just regain it. He's just going to have to make up for it by being kind of having all the tricks, right? Play mm-hmm. the angles and, and being able to find his new receivers. Uh, you know, and it's, he's not short on those guys. So uh, it's going to have to be Russell Wilson dialing up with his arms and also relying on the guy in his backfield to kind of do some heavy lifting for him because that's, you know, this after watching Russell Wilson for so many years, right? We say, you know, him and Pete Carroll, they didn't have less than nine wins until last season together. Uh, what made it work was, you know, what Russ could do, a nice run game, nice run pass balance, and then playing a little bit of defense. Hmm. And now he's on a team that can actually do that. It's built for that. But, yeah, I, I, as much as I think that that's, that's crazy to let that leak out there and, and kind of fuel a, a player the caliber of Russell Wilson, I don't think it's going to play that big. You know, I just think it's hilarious <laughs> that it happened now and not in the summer. Um, yeah, uh, I was in the camp of this team has won the quarterback away, as many people were. Hmm. Big fan of this team's defense. Big fan of the young guys. Big fan of their skill players. Obviously, losing Tim Patrick sucks. He's one of my favorite receivers to watch in the NFL. Big vertical threat. They still got Corlin Sutton. Um, and they, they 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 got weapons. And I think Javante Williams is going to be a star in this league. Um, but with all of that being said, Emma, why don't we throw out my picks? I'm taking the Seahawks plus six and a half. I'm so sorry, guys. The home dogs, they just have, they have to. They have to cover. They're going to get up for this game. I think a lot of it has been blown out of proportion just because of how bad their quarterbacks are. And I know quarterback is the most position, the best position in football. And it's not mm-hmm. even close. It was very evident this weekend with some Ryan Tannehill throws, even maybe some Dak Prescott throws. Is he overrated? Probably. Um, taking the Seahawks plus six and a half. I think that this roster is pretty damn good aside from the quarterback position. Um, and, I, and they want revenge. And they're at home. The 12s are going to be loud. Taking them plus six and a half tonight on primetime in Seattle. And then I think this is, 
the pretty the consensus pick. I bet a lot of the handle is going to be on the under. This game is going to be ugly. It's going to be gross. The Seahawks are going to try to set up the run for the first three quarters. Um, and yeah, I just is Russ going to cook? We'll see. I'm taking the under at 44, Bo. Where are they going to generate that pressure? Is it Jamal Adams doing what he used to be? Blitz able boy, to do, right? Yeah, is he going to? They do. They they do have some guys on that defensive line um, that are are some pretty underrated pieces. It's kind of been like a revolving door. Darrell Taylor, um, one of the young guys out of Tennessee, had a pretty productive season last year if he can stay healthy. Um, but yeah, I, I do like and then Nuusu. Yeah. Um, who who's a big piece? So I think I think they'll be okay in terms of pressure. If they that. flush him, if they can make him try to be an athletic quarterback and turn back the clock, that that would be ideal. But I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if they have the the horses to do so. Let's take a look at my picks here uh, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Broncos, I think they cover. They sway it in favor of the road favorites. Broncos win this one by more than six and a half. But I don't like the over necessarily because I think the Broncos are going to have to do a lot of heavy mm-hmm. lifting. Geno Smith, unless it's a huge Rashad Penny game, and there was plenty of them at the end of last season. He was an absolute monster, if not yep. the best back in the league the final three weeks of the season. Statistically, he was. Yeah, we're going to have to see. Uh, you know, if you're if you're winning that way, you you know, forty four is still going to be tough to get to. So I still like the under in this contest. So, but give me give me. Denver. Denver is one of those teams that just seems poised. You talk about the Seahawks being quarterback away. Broncos have been that team way before the Seahawks were. They finally got. Oh, I don't think the Seahawks are one quarterback away from contending (laughs) at all. I just don't think Denver is the team that's been the quarterback away. They got a guy. His name's Russell Wilson. He's ready to play. He's familiar with the 12s playing. He's not going to be shaken by them. Russell Wilson, pretty good at football. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into our props, what do you think the reaction is going to be like? When he's on the field, it, it better be like borderline standing ovation, right? Yeah. There, there shouldn't be anybody chirping or booing or anything. Yeah. I mean, what that guy gave to that town on and off the field is is more than enough. Like he, he should. There should be a statue of Russell Wilson at some point out yeah. front of the uh, stadium out there. So it should be a, a very nice ovation for him. Brought start. Seattle a Super Bowl, uh, or one Seattle Super Bowl brought him them to two. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm in the camp of. If somebody does something great for your franchise, unless they kill somebody, then you should then you shouldn't hate them. All right, let's take a look at my props. Um, Rashad Penny gonna be a workhorse tonight. Uh, Kenneth Walker's awesome. I don't know how many touches he gets, if any, because how how the hernia thing is working out. It's not a hernia. It is a hernia. Who knows? Rashad Penny was a dog last year. I think he continues to be. I think I like his overall carries as well. I think they're gonna run him into the ground in the first eight weeks of the season. And then the Seahawks secondary. Look, the secondary is 26th in past DVOA last year, and they got worse, I would say. Um, you have some talent in terms of young guys. Tariq Woolen out of UTSA, who they're calling Avatar, because he's <laughs> 6'4", runs a sub 4 340. I mean, the man is a dog. Is he super talented in terms of technical ability? We don't know. Playing that outside corner position, very prototypical of the Seahawks. We'll see how he stands up. And then they lost DJ Reed, who was good for them last year, who had a really good game on the Jets against the Ravens. But taking Cortland Sutton's longest reception to over 22 and a half yards, I think he breaks loose at least once tonight. I also like his over on receiving yards as well. I think it's around 68 or whatever. I'm taking that. And then I think Ross throws a pick tonight. I think he tries to do a little too much. Russ has a little bit of Carson Wentz in him. Um, and he, he just he, – I think he, he's one of those quarterbacks that he, whatever offensive line he's with, they're going to say he needs more help because he's hard to block for. Uh, he's, he's just one of those guys that loves moving around, doesn't stay in the pocket too much. I don't. I, he doesn't give up on plays necessarily early, but 
I think sometimes he tries to find an open receiver when he's not open, and he has some talent. He's going to be excited to throw to him. I think he throws a pick to at least Quandre Diggs or somebody in that secondary. Yeah, I think it's possible. That That's definitely possible. Even like the best quarterbacks take care of the football. They struggle in their first year in the system in some capacity. He could have. He could still have a great game and throw a pick. That, that I, I think that's a decent bet. All right, let's take a look at my props. I love this Rashard Penny. Uh, Rashad Penny over rush yards, 68 and a half. I think he had over, what, 300 yards rushing yeah. in those final few games of the season. I think that that's, the, that's where they're going to try to hang their hat as far as their offense. Russell Williams or Wilson, though, I got the over on tutties tonight, one and a half. I think he maybe approaches three. That's more than enough to get you a big, fat winner there in cash. And then Justin Simmons, one of the better safeties in the league. I was looking at his game log. Combined tackles, four and a half. That seems pretty low for me. It's plus 100. Let's see him approach. You know, you might sweat it out, but uh, I think that he can approach six, seven, and you can cash there. So Justin Simmons, one of the more talented safeties in the league. He should be fine, and that should be a good good bet for you to make tonight. How many times do you think he's going to get an opportunity? How many times does the Seahawks offense reach the second level, though? That's going to be big. I also looked at uh, Jordan Brooks, who's a tackling machine. Who was on my fantasy team, by the way. He fuels up. He led the league in tackles last year. He did. I mean, very rarely does Texas Tech produce good defensive players, but they got uh, Jordan Brooks. He's a a baller out there. And he might, you know, with with, uh, maybe Javante Williams, if he gets going, that could be – those two could meet quite a bit, and you could what was it eight nine and a half I believe on the Jordan Brooks tackles. Yeah, that seems high, but I think he. Could I think he was double, double digits, digits almost every game last yeah. year, though. I think he had like 182 or just something wow. ridiculous. So, um, look, going breaking down where the money is for this Monday night game. Obviously, 77 percent of the bets are going to be on the better team, which is the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. People love a good story. 56 um, percent of the money is on the Broncos. But a lot of the sharps are on the Seahawks. Um, I'm not calling myself a sharp by any means. <laughs> Don't, that's not where I'm getting. But that is what people are leaning. Um, so just with that in mind, I did get a little scared. I always get scared when I bet on a game and then I see that the public is on my side, like really heavy, like the Ravens. Yeah, I saw that 87% of their money was on the Ravens minus six and a half. Got terrified, mm. but that's not always how it works. It's just sometimes I like to fade the public. Just, mm-hmm. just be a little crazy. Right. You kind of be a hipster, right? Yeah. As far as exactly. your bets go, if somebody if the Rotten Tomatoes uh, percentage is way too high, you hate the movie, right? I mean, <laughs> so you hate the bet. Yeah. We'll see if that uh, if that plays out for you well tonight. But uh, I'm I'm still on the I'm the Broncos. Yeah. I'm part of I'm going shock. It's tough not to. Love it. Um. All right. Before we get out of here, Bo, X factor for both teams. Who is it? Man. Uh. When you look at Denver, I think probably on the defensive side of the football, they've got a lot of great players. I mean, Patrick Sertain, how we not bring up that guy? Yeah. There's all the noise coming out of camp. Can, does he even, you know, as an X factor, does he qualify? Yeah. Or is he, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think in his second season, he's poised to become one of those young lockdown guys, and this is going to be a coming out party. I bet he gets his hands on a football. So like uh, Patrick Sertain, I don't think there's any – is there a prop for him? Does he have over-under? He got three and a half tackles. Yeah, um, I don't know I don't if know I want cornerback uh, yeah. tackles, especially with Geno up there throwing, throwing the football for Seattle. But I like that. And then, you know, on on Seattle's side of the football, I mean, can you say the quarterback? If, yes, you can. If that Gino, is mine. <laughs> okay. Then this is why. Control the game. Don't do anything crazy. He's, yeah. he's pretty good at that. Um, he almost won a couple games for them last year. But then he he did lose a couple games for them last year by just trying to do too much. I think you follow the game plan, keep everything short, let your two 
really good receivers that's still on this team that people forget about and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf do the work for you and maybe dump a little off to D. Eskridge as well. Um, so he's my X Factor for the Seahawks. And then for the, for the Broncos, it's the entire defense. If they can cause havoc and just absolutely eat alive Geno Smith and this defense, who cares if Rashad Penny runs for 200 yards? You're going to blow them out of the water. Um, so I think it's just pressure in general. If, yeah. you can, if you can get Geno Smith under pressure, the game is over. Eskridge is an interesting play. One and a half receptions no. over. You don't think so? I think his you only receptions come come on a touch pass okay. end around. All right. That's his only reception today. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, guys. Been a pleasure. As always, we're here every Monday through Friday at noon on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. You can follow Bo on Twitter at Bo Brock. Follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore bets. And keep an eye out on Twitter next underscore sports for the fantasy show dropping tomorrow at some time. Um, but until then, we'll see you tomorrow at noon. Peace, love, and DVOA.